You are now listening to the Life on Repeat podcast with Laura Valancourt, licensed mental health counselor, geriatric mental health specialist, and elder care coach. I'm so happy that you found us. Hey, everyone. I wanted to come on and make this my very first podcast episode ever. (laughs) This, I have to tell you, has been such a journey for me. I had a vision almost two years ago when I was thinking about how hard it is for family caregivers to access information. This was before COVID. This was before, you know, Zoom. (laughs) This was before a lot of things. And one of the biggest challenges that I saw when I was working with families was how little access to information that they had. Even though we live in a world of information, what became so clear to me is that family members didn't have the time or the energy to sift through the information that was out there to access what they needed to hear the most. And so I just realized that it was so important to make information available to those that needed it the most. And so that's when I began to brainstorm and think and dream about a platform that would be able to share information with folks that, again, needed it the most. So a friend of mine, Lisa, who joined with me, we hosted an online dementia summit about a year and a half ago. And we were talking about how exciting it was to bring information to families Because most of the caregivers that I meet with and talk to every day, they don't have the luxury of attending a conference or going out and meeting others or going to a presentation or, you know, joining support groups. They're busy. And not only do they not have time to leave their loved one because they're providing care, But they also, like I said before, they don't have the time to sift through and make the most use of the time that they have. So so we launched this summit about a year and a half ago with the intention of sharing information with folks in a way that they wouldn't have to leave their homes. And the summit was just a great success. We brought people from all over the country to speak on topics related to dementia and caregiving. And we started a Facebook group and hosted the summit in the Facebook group. So that Facebook group still exists. And we saved all the presentations from the amazing presenters in that Facebook group. So if you are interested in accessing that information, please feel free to do that. The name of the group is called Get in the Lifeboat. And it's just turned into a really fabulous supportive community of folks that are caring for somebody with dementia. So during that time, it just, again, became really 
important to me to continue the discussion, to continue to share information in a way that people can access it in the middle of the night if they want, or while they're driving their car, or while they're doing the dishes or going on a walk. (laughs) And I really fell in love with this idea of sharing information on the podcast platform. And so I've been thinking about this for probably, oh gosh, like I said, about two years now. And I was really nervous about this. I have to admit to everyone listening, I have no experience with technology (laughs) and creating a podcast, clearly. So this is my first attempt at using this platform and trying to reach folks in a way that they are able to feel connected and gain information and feel like they're part of a community. Even though I'm I'm just a voice in your ear right now, I, I really truly hope in future episodes that you will feel like you're part of something greater because I, I really truly believe that. I truly believe that even though I'm sitting here on a Thursday afternoon recording this message to you, that you will know and feel, even, even if you're listening to this days or weeks or years later, that somehow we're connected, that my full intention is reaching you and somehow helping to make your life a little easier. That really, truly is my goal. You know, I, I'll i just share a little bit about myself. I'm a licensed mental health counselor. I'm a geriatric mental health specialist. I'm a geriatric care manager and an elder care consultant. I own a small group practice in Olympia, Washington, in the Pacific Northwest. But that isn't really who I am. I mean, that's that's what I do. That's what I'm passionate about. Who I am is somebody that cares very, very deeply for people in my community and people in, in the greater community. One of my passions in life has been in serving the aging population. And most specifically, my heart just opens when I am working with individuals who are experiencing dementia and also with those that are caring for folks who have dementia. I have kind of a a unique background or story. I didn't realize it till I really sat to think about why, how did I get into this work? Why is this so important to me? And I love hearing people's stories. <laughs> I love learning about why they do what they do and, and how they came to do the work that they do, especially those that are working with somebody who has memory impairment or those that are serving the aging population. And my story started when I was very little, as, as many, many stories do. And I grew up in a very remote part of Washington state. I I lived up near the Canadian border. And we lived there because my dad was a Vietnam veteran who was suffering from PTSD. And he 
he needed to get away from society, you, you know, living in the city, living around a lot of other people and having to kind of follow life rules and laws and, you know, society's expectations was really hard on him. And so he moved my family out, out to the boonies <laughs> where we lived what they would say, you know, out in the bush or back to basics. And so I grew up in uh, on a mountain. We didn't have electricity. We didn't have running water. We had an outhouse. And I'm kind of painting this picture for you because it really illustrates the importance of why being around the aging population is so important to me. And the caveat here is that my mom was a nurse and she worked at the only hospital in the whole county. And this hospital was an emergency room. It was a labor and delivery. It was a hospice. It was a nursing home. You know, it, it was all of it in one small facility, one small hospital. And so when my mom would go to work, it was the highlight of my week because she would take me to work with her and I would get to leave the mountain. <laughs> I didn't have TV. I didn't have the entertainment that, you know, a lot of little kids experience, but I got to go and hang out in the nursing home wing, which consisted, I think all of about 12 beds <laughs> But those memories to me, to be able to be around loving and just amazing older people who were happy to see me and I got to spend time with them. I can just distinctly remember braiding Anna's hair. She had this beautiful long silver hair and I learned how to braid on her hair and I remember another resident there, her name was Leah, and she had a baby doll. It was a Cabbage Patch baby doll. And she loved this baby. It was her, it was her baby. And we would spend hours dressing the baby and taking care of the baby together. And I have memories of being able to help swab people's mouths, you know, who are end of life and sit with someone and hold their hand and rub lotion on their hands and arms. And all of this experience really was just, was modeled by these amazing, compassionate, kind and caring nurses that my mom worked with, my mom and, and her, her coworkers. And, you know, I look back and I just think, wow, the, that was an experience that so many young adults, you know, so many kids didn't have. And certainly these days with regulations and things, it would be rare to find that opportunity now. But I know that that influenced me so much, you know, to be able to be around people who were confused and people who had dementia and be their friends. And it didn't feel strange to me. It didn't feel odd to me. It didn't feel out of the ordinary. I just had a different type of relationship with these folks. And 
And I learned also how to communicate in a different language, you know, language, language more about connection and compassion than intellect and insight-based conversations. So that is definitely, you know, when, when I look back and I, I think about my love of serving folks who have dementia and supporting their families, and I can honestly say that I still carry such curiosity and interest, genuine interest about what life is like for people that are experiencing that. And so, as you can see, I went on to make that my life's career. And I, I love the work that I do every day. So I wanted to just share that little piece about my history and my passion and I think it's helpful when you're listening to a podcaster to kind of know a little bit about who they are and why they do what they do. And so one of my visions about this podcast as we launch and we get going on this is I really wanted to do three things for folks. I wanted to provide a platform where family members can receive information about how to support themselves emotionally. When we're talking about, you know, the stress of caregiving and the stress of daily life, whether we're, we're looking at self-care and coping skills, or we're talking about grief and loss, or intimacy, or caregiver fatigue, I just really wanted to create a platform in which we could talk about how to support folks through that. Another reason, another focus that I wanted to have in this podcast is about dementia education, it just in general. I wanted to talk about the types of dementia that are out there. I want to explore brain health and dementia prevention and really explore the new kind of cutting edge stuff that's coming out about that. And I also want to, I want to have episodes that talk about challenging behaviors and that, that can come up because we know there's, there are a lot of those. I want to also talk about approaches and interventions and, and also medication and really help people understand how to advocate for themselves and how to ask the right questions. And then the third area that I really want to explore on this platform is resources and those allied industries, you know, those other professionals that, that might be able to help you. So it might be, we may have conversations about how to pay for care or how to age in place or looking at all the different systems that are out there like Medicare and Medicaid and hospice and geropsych and I want to have experts on like neuropsychologists and occupational therapists and elder law attorneys and geriatric care managers. So this is this is really my vision is to just kind of use this podcast as a platform to create a library of information 
so that you can hop on, like I said, when you're doing the dishes or when you're taking a bath or you're driving your car and sift through and find those episodes that might be of interest to you and know that you are part of a greater community of people that are listening and participating and, um, you know, just connecting. So if this sounds like something that you would be interested in or curious about, I am so happy that you have found this podcast and would so appreciate if you wouldn't mind subscribing to it and even rating it or leaving a comment about it and more importantly, sharing it with others that you might think would benefit. While this podcast is absolutely meant to support family caregivers, I have found that a lot of professionals that work with the aging population and those that are caring for or experiencing dementias, this is a place for you too. I I welcome that, that we can, again, all come together as a community to, to look at some of these things. So if you would like to reach out to me, I welcome that. My email address is laura at eldercarecounselor.com. If you have found this episode through someone sharing or in some other random way, (laughs) the podcast website is lifeonrepeatpodcast.com. So you can always go there and find more episodes as, as we release them. And I am just thrilled to begin this journey with you. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being who you are and supporting your loved one and yourself through this journey that you're on. All right. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day and we'll be talking soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode. The information shared in this podcast is not a substitute, nor is it meant to convey professional, legal, psychological, financial, or medical advice. If you can use such services, please seek them out from someone you trust.